Hey, welcome to the Coming Out Late Podcast. I'm Robin, your host, and I'm a late bloomer just like you. We are a part of a rapidly growing, lesser known, or even talked about subset of the queer community. We're a tribe, if you will. And if you're anything like me, when I came out, I was confused, scared. I felt like I was going crazy and I felt all alone and had nobody to talk to. Not to worry, you've come to the right place. In the Coming Out Late podcast, you'll hear real, raw, and relatable Coming Out Late stories. You'll be inspired, informed, and educated, and you'll definitely feel supported. And you can stop feeling like you're living someone else's life and start living your own. So welcome, you have found your tribe. And welcome to the Coming Out Late podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Coming Out Late podcast. I am Robin, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate you listening. As the title of this episode suggests, today you are going to hear some unedited chatter, some explanations of some inside jokes, and all about our shenanigans at the latest Coming Out Late retreat to Traverse City, Michigan. We've been back just one week now, and I got to tell you, we miss one another. We really, really do. Before I talk with you about the coming out late retreat to Traverse City, let me refresh your memories regarding a few other quick announcements. Future retreats. So far for 2024, the coming out late retreats that are confirmed and written in ink in the calendar for next year are St. Petersburg, Florida, April 25th through April 28th, 2024. The Out and Wild Women's Wellness Festival in Wales, May 31st through June 3rd, 2024. And it is highly likely that we will also be returning to Traverse City, Michigan in 2024. And those dates are September 25th through September 29th, 2024. I am also tentatively but seriously considering California for early 2024 and Portland, Oregon needs to definitely find its way onto the 2024 Coming Out Late Retreat schedule also. If you're interested in having me put your name and email address on the wait list for any of these retreat locations, just send me an email to comingoutlater at gmail.com and I'll be glad to do that. Coaching. Don't forget, I offer coming out late coaching sessions. So if you're sick and tired of feeling all alone and have nobody to talk to and want to move past the pain and suffering that you're experiencing, then reach out to me because this is what I do. It really does make a difference to have a coming out late coach like myself who really understands what you're going through. So to request my information coaching sheet, just simply send me an email to coming out later at gmail.com, and I'll email that out to you. And tonight, let's not forget Messy Middle Monday. Messy Middle Monday. Go to the Coming Out Late Facebook group, and you'll see the announcement for that pinned or featured up to the top. 
you'll get the link is right there to register. And uh, yeah, join us tonight, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And again, that's called Messy Middle Monday. All right, enough with the announcements. Let's get back to what today's episode is all about. It is a recap of the Traverse City Coming Out Late Retreat that just took place last week. All right, where do I start? Let's start with a summary of the retreat. Some basic information. The hotel. We occupied about nine or ten rooms in the hotel, so I think there were 19 of us. And another four locals joined us for just about everything except sleeping at the hotel with us. So there were four locals and 19 of us that came in from all over the country. Three Canadians came into town. Um, We had California... We had Tennessee, gosh, how far south did we go? Atlanta, we went down to Atlanta, we had North Carolina, we were from all over, Arkansas, woo! So, yeah, I think the rooms, the amenities, and the friendly hotel staff really made it a good bang for our buck, especially considering that it was Pride Weekend. So, our hotel... Our per-person lodging expenses ranged from about $286 for three nights per person. So that was all three nights, $286, to about $420 for one person to stay for four nights. And each room had two queen beds and two retreat attendees assigned per room. Meals. Let's see. We took advantage of the hotel's free breakfast each morning and ate breakfast together as a group. We would grab our breakfast from the buffet line and then march upstairs to the meeting room where we had our own private space where we could meet and eat and be merry. We did introductions and some talking, just like we do in our virtual support groups. And then we ate lunches and our dinners. We ate out each day and got really lucky with all the places that we wanted to eat at. They were able to accommodate our large group. So that was really cool. And the food actually was really varied and really quite tasty. All right. So in terms of driving and getting around Traverse City, we got around thanks to the generosity of a bunch of us in our group who had their cars and volunteered to drive us places. I'm pretty sure, or at least I hope, all of us who used their cars to drive us around were very well compensated. As a result of a group conscience, we collectively agreed that we would each pay our drivers the cost of one gallon of gas from our hometown per driver per hour, which was really a bargain for us and a great experience. Because I don't know about anybody else, but every car I hailed had a really cute late-blooming driver and a bunch of cute passengers who were all late-blooming and gay. Every car I got into had gay folks in it. I don't know how that happened. About 70% of the core people who attended the Phoenix Coming Out Late Retreat also attended the Traverse City Retreat. And there were even two more gals from the Phoenix Retreat who were signed up to join us in Traverse City, but sadly they had to back out due to personal reasons. But lots of repeat attendees, which is a very good sign that these retreats are definitely meeting some needs. All right, the age of our group. We ranged in age from, let's see, we had one 29-year-old, a 31-year-old, and a 33-year-old. Seven folks in their mid to upper 40s, nine folks in their 50s, and three of us 
in our early to mid-60s. That's quite a range. We came from very varied backgrounds and personal experiences, yet we also had more in common with one another than many of us have with our own families of origin. Likewise, each of us attending are also at very different stages of our coming out process. In fact, one person showed up at the retreat questioning the validity and ownership of the gay label for themselves. Another retreat attendee had only been out to themselves for about two months. The stories we shared with one another and the decades of life experiences we melded together that weekend collectively created a colorful and soulful tapestry. Each of us are represented in that tapestry by our common threads of things like little T and big T traumas, by narcissism and alcoholism, and all kinds of abuses, such as religious, mental, emotional, physical, and verbal. And lest we forget the impact that both patriarchy and heterosexuality have had on us too. Together we laughed, we cried, we laughed until we cried, we sang and danced, comforted, groped, and shared. We shared our fears, we shared our insecurities, and we shared our hopes and dreams. What a safe yet transformative weekend that was. It's really hard to put into words what transpired over our coming out late retreat to Traverse City. I know one thing for sure. We are definitely developing quite the tribe. And remember, we are adults having adult conversations, so prepare yourself for a wee bit of language and possibly some adult subject matters. I also want to remind you that we recorded this as a large group of people gathered in Zoom. So you may hear some familiar Zoom vernacular like, I think you're muted, or can you hear me okay? You may also hear some people speak over one another. That's just keeping it real. It becomes harder to control the audio and, and the mute buttons with nearly 20 people in the Zoom room. Plus, they have control over their own mute and unmute buttons. And lastly, I tried to leave a lot of our casual conversation in the recorded episode. So the style of this and next week's episodes may sound a little different from what you're used to hearing. Okay, without any further ado or delay, let's roll the tape of part one of the Coming Out Late Retreat Recap of Traverse City, Michigan. I think it worked really well. I was nervous because I'm not great with lots of people. I'm a, like a one-on-one -on -one person, but it worked out. It did. I was nervous because I never know what to expect. Well, everybody was so amazing. Everybody. <laughs> like there wasn't a bad egg in the whole bunch. Nope. Absolutely. Maybe Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Good to see you again. Here comes trouble. Here comes Here trouble. Comes. Alpha's here, big red. Alpha's here. Where <laughs> I can't see. I was lost after you left. I didn't know what decisions to make. The Jessica that is the biggest, biggest tease. Can I say this? She's the biggest tease on the planet, and this is why. Because I asked her straight up. I'm like, okay, as a flight attendant, what was her craziest story? And she goes. And dead bitch, she looks me dead in the eyes and she goes, okay, I have a story so amazing that I had to tell it on the news. And no. we're like, what? No, 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 no. On the news. 
No, we never covered it. We never okay. heard we it. We never got the story. And we never, yeah, we never got the story. So I just want to say that, wait, what day was that? That was the day when we went to the deers. That is Robin's fault. Because (laughs) (laughs) she blames me for everything. (laughs) I'll take it. I don't care. I ended up because I didn't. What were we doing on the way back? We ended up in different cars or something. Yes, because we all ended up splitting up after lunch. Yeah, so I didn't yes. get the chance to tell you guys, and I yeah. certainly can't do it here because I like my job. Being <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. recorded, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come to St. Petersburg. I'll tell it to you there. All right. <laughs> All right, I'll go. <laughs> okay, another reason from Tango. Got it. That's too funny. A lot of people are already like, "I'm on the list for St. Pete's." I'm like, all right. Actually, Robin, I have a question for you. Do you plan on? Do you think that retreats will repeat in the same cities or do you think that you will just keep hopping to different cities or like a mixture of both? I think a mixture of both. I thought for sure we'd go back to Phoenix and I'm not saying we're not, but I don't know. I don't because Phoenix was in April. This and St. Pete's is in April. I can see us going back to Traverse City. Yeah, I can see us going back to Traverse City. I already have plans to go back for Pride next year. Cool. Nice. Yeah, I really I, did. I like to know. Especially if Barb gets us that house. It's called the Spider Lake Retreat House. Oh, and cool. people can fit in that house? 32. Oh, I was going to say, there was wow. a lot of us. It's a 16-bedroom home. Good Lord. With a, an enormous kitchen. So we would do the big chill thing and cook together. Oh and God, it's right was... on the lake. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, and there's Adirondack chairs out there. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. I miss you already. I miss everyone. <laughs> I even miss right. the yelled at and laughed at. Who else was yelling at you? Was it just me? Mostly you. <laughs> Mostly you. You were my alpha. I don't know why, but I just didn't mind taking direction from you. I would do whatever you told me to. And then you know, <laughs> Natalie was my conscience. And she steered me a little astray a few mm-hmm. times. But <laughs> that's a good, my boss will tell you so. <laughs> I forget when I assigned Fiona, but I don't know that she was too thrilled about being assigned to have to look after me. But I think other people are be piddling in as well. Uh, I really just really want to chat with you guys candidly about our experience this past weekend. With I'm having a hard time putting it into words. I've had people ask me, and I'm like, I don't know how to put it into words. Magical seems a little unicornish, but it was really special. You all mean a lot to me, and that experience really meant a lot to me. We all had such varied backgrounds, varied levels of experience being out all sorts of things. And what would you say when you left there on Sunday or Saturday night or Monday, whatever it was, what was your level one to five of, you know, how you felt in the world? I have to tell you, coming back is hard. Being Going re-entry into reality has been hard without all of you. Oh my gosh. I've been looking for my driver. (laughs) So there were 18 of us that stayed, 19 of us that stayed at the hotel. Four-ish plus people that were local. 
that joined us just for people that are listening. So we had somewhere between, I don't know, 22, 24 people with us. It was like herding kittens. It was a little cuckoo at times, but Traverse City is just beautiful. So yeah, we're just going to talk about how you felt coming into the weekend and how you felt leaving. Um, Or we could start with what was your favorite memory? All right, my boss, Jessica, what was your favorite memory from the weekend? What were some of your top three? Oh my gosh, this was great. Oh, so many things. I I loved it when we all hung out in the pool together. That was nice. It was fun. Uh, the comedy show, obviously. Uh, so much. So, much fun. Fun. so many fun little moments, even when the comics weren't on. We had such a great time. And then, of course. Oh, you know what, though? I Now I have four. I love. What is it? Sleeping bear or laughing? Sleeping bear. The bear is doing something. Sleeping bear tunes. I really like that too. That was beautiful. That was cool. And then, of course, I loved the menu stealing incident. But the menus got returned. (laughs) Technically, they weren't ever stolen. They were just down. Oh, I made it all the way out. It was. was, Oh, yeah. It was me approaching the comedy place, realizing I don't really want to go in there with all these menus in my shirt. I was like, what do I do with them? And someone's like, I think it would be best if you returned them. I was like, all right. So I did. That was me. I was your conscience. Oh, yeah. You were my conscience. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And there's always Jessica who's saying, are you making good choices? Everyone had a role in that car that night. (laughs) That's true. That's true. All right. Who wants to go next? What were some of your top three-ish memories from the weekend? And did, did you, would, are you glad you went? Would you have gone? Oh, I'm 100% glad. I'm already going to go to the St. Petersburg one. I was looking at your picture since I had to leave a day early. Your picture is Saturday. I was so jealous. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Who wants to go next? Top three memories. Anybody. Okay. Go ahead, Monique. Top three memories. Are you glad you went? Oh my gosh, am I glad I went? I it I coming out is such a process that you don't realize when you level up until you do. So it's you shed a layer and you didn't realize it was a layer that you needed to shed. Wow. So that's how I felt on the trip is that I was so authentically myself without added stuff on top that it was really nice and I got to carry that home and that was unexpected. I really, I didn't think there was anything really left to shed, but there really was. And so that was remarkable. But I, as far as I love the comedy night that, and as a Michigander, having been to the dunes, but being at the dunes as an adult is an entirely different experience, especially not watching kids is another especially different experience because you get to enjoy it instead of, oh my God, my kids are going to fall off. But I, they, <laughs> no, my, my top experience is the sheer badass driver, Teresa, just <laughs> fucking owning it. And, <laughs> and I'll tell you, Teresa, that in my head for the past few days now, I get behind the wheel and I hear, I would do anything. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Teresa faced the cops for us to go save Joel. So and Fiona. So uh, yeah, save Joel. All right, thing. we have to hear that story. 
And it's funny, Fiona put in the chat, the rest of us <laughs> that you, Monique, were going to fall off the cliff. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Especially if you got into your yoga Basically, Great. Fiona and Joelle had to, we got separated and we had to get Fiona and Joelle back to the hotel. And that was the mission. So I went to go find them to begin with the instructions. The only instructions were we're in a parking lot and I'm under a street lamp with no other instructions in the middle of Traverse City. We're in a parking lot under a street lamp. Okay, let's figure out which parking lot and which street lamp. But we found them. And then I called Teresa. She's very calm. And the most calm, wonderful, I got this shit under control voice. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to call you back. I'm talking to the police officer right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Holy cow. All right. Oh, my God. What were you doing with the cops, Teresa? I was driving down the sidewalk in Traverse City. (laughs) In in what? (laughs) What were you driving? I was driving my truck. Her truck. However, one large truck. And and everyone, it looked like a road. It wasn't lit well. And sounded like a road. My co captain is like laughing her head off. And I'm like, not really funny, but the cops shining their lights on me, coming up, going, "What are you doing?" And I look at them as calmly as possible and go, "Going to pick my friends up from the party. What else would I be doing on a sidewalk <laughs> with a truck?" And then the other officer comes up and he says, "Ma'am, do you mind doing a little off-roading with your truck and without yeah, right?" And I'm just sitting there going, "How do I, without a smart-ass remark, say?" I just drove down a sidewalk. I can do off-roading. <laughs> and all he wanted me to do was drive off the curb. And I'm wow. like, no yes. ticket or anything. No. That's no right. and, so uh, far, no one's been arrested on our retreat. I've drove down the sidewalks in Traverse City. I show, talked to Dawn and told her where it was. And she goes, oh, absolutely. It does look like a road in the dark. You don't know where you're going. <laughs> and I, I took all everybody that I picked up. I said, I'm going to show you where the crime of the scene happened. And they're like, it's a path wide enough for a vehicle. How was I to know that it's not a road? Or, so, <laughs> oh, wow. They don't just say that some paths do look like roads. So when you turn, make sure it is a road, not a path. Good point. Good point. So yeah. did, did Fiona and Joelle ever get rescued? We did. Yeah. And I said, okay, there's only three overhead lights in Traverse City by a parking lot. Where are you? Which one? There's so many traffic lights. So we're driving through this. Once I get away from the police, we find somewhat of a parking lot where they say they are. And so I driving around a parking lot sounds simple, which it's not, because there's these very aggressive drivers trying to fight over parking spots. And I'm like, all I can say is I'm bigger than you in a truck. Get out of my way. And so which is the line around. that she would say often at other times as well. But keep in mind, my windows are up, so nobody's hearing me. I'm not getting aggressive with other drivers. I'm just verbally expressing how I feel to the people in my vehicle. Finally, we find them, and I'm like, I'm just putting my truck in park, and everybody's going to have to deal with me while I get the passengers loaded. We get everybody loaded. We all get back to the hotel, and we're all fine. Nobody got a ticket. Nobody got hurt. Nobody. We're all satisfied. So, recent to the rescue. She was our hero. Yay. Hero, hero, hero. 
Oh my gosh. And just for the people that are listening, we, some people drove to the retreat and some people lived locally. So we had people that were our drivers and sometimes we got into different cars by accident and sometimes we got in the right cars and sometimes we just tried to unlock total strangers cars because we thought it was our driver's car. (laughs) But uh, that was a really big help. And I appreciate everybody who drove a ton. I really appreciate that. Monique, did you have any, anything else to add to your favorite memories? Honestly, one of the odd memories that I just really appreciate as someone who has sensitivities to food because I'm a delicate fucking flower is that I, so said my socks, I, is that all the food that we had was really good, high end food that had lots of variety, which I just didn't expect that. I, it just, I was like, wow, we're eating well, really well. I did like the lunch stops. They were good. That's awesome. And I love what you said about the shedding of the layer, because that's one of the things that I think is the special sauce in these retreats is that we are among people like us in safe places so that we can just let our hair down and, and explore ourselves and explore our gayness, for lack of better words, in a very safe way. And yeah, I agree. I, I love that metaphor of you realizing that you, you shed another layer that you didn't know you had to shed. That's cool. I felt very safe. It's as someone that I is a little trepidatious to travel to new places. I just really felt very safe and very well taken care of by everybody. Absolutely everybody on the trip had everyone's best interest at heart. And I think that is a bit rare and very special. Yeah, I agree. Everybody here is a bit rare and very special. (laughs) Thank you. Let's see, Allison, what would you, what kind of comments and memories and things that you want to share or highlights? I had a lot, I have a lot of good memories, but I think being somebody who isn't always comfortable in large settings with a lot of people, I really appreciated like some of our little breakout activities like being at the winery, there were like, I think there were only maybe eight to 10 of us, but we had this like good kind of smallish table. It was quiet and we all just had really good conversation about some pretty deep things. And also I really liked the hike that we did, the Emerald, I think it was called, or Pier, I forgot what it's called. Red Boy. Yes, that one. Um, again, just like a good small group that and we could get a good little exercise going and at the same time. And I think that was, I think with both of the retreats that I went on, I didn't stay at the hotel um, because I had places to stay. The both of the treats that I, re, that I participated in. And it's definitely a little bit different when you're not staying at the hotel. I see there's definitely many good reasons to, to stay there and just be, be like more a part of the group. I might do that next time. Oh, good. Oh, goody. Yeah, I don't have a place to stay everywhere, so. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, no. it, it, it was really special. People have asked, too, are you going to continue to grow the size of the retreats? And, and I think we all agreed. And I know I was like, no, because it's really hard to get. We did a pretty good job be, being intimate with one of them. Not intimate. Getting to know each other and feel like getting close and stuff and connecting. Sure. But it was still a little bit of a hurdle at our numbers, even. So this is going to be about the max. I can't see us doing any more than about 25 people max. And yeah, I um, think it's perfect. Yeah. And it does. And, and it was nice because we it did allow us to have some breakout time too. even just going in the cars. We were in smaller groups. 
Yeah. As well. Cool. I'm so glad that you joined us and had a good time. Are you glad you participated? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I was definitely nervous. In in Phoenix, I was too scared to do the whole retreat. So I just came to a couple little, I don't know, I think it was like two dinners or one of the bars. But now I feel much more comfortable about participating in the whole thing. And it's like everybody is so welcoming. So there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. But you don't know that. You don't know that. Yeah. I didn't fully, like I knew each of you pretty well, some better than others, but you, you don't know. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Like when I was telling Allie about it, I think it was like nerve wracking to think about all these people being together. And you didn't really, I told you as much as I could about the Phoenix retreat, but I think until you actually get there and experience it. And I told her she's going to be just fine. But even if one person there, everyone will be friendly. And yeah, she, she saw that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Wait till our reality show comes out. Then we can just t- show people. <laughs> See, we don't bite. <laughs> Allie, do you want to share about your experience? And, oh, and Allison, what was I going to ask you? Do you feel different personally after having? Yeah, I've never spent this much. I don't really have, I think I sat in one of the groups. I don't really have many people here. Allie's my only friends really here to do stuff with. I think I have a lot more comfort now in going to larger groups of whether it's maybe a meetup in the future or I've never been willing to do that. So now I have a lot more confidence. And That's awesome. Yeah. And for a lot of us, like I've never been around that many gay women before. Right. Well, so yeah, so yeah. learning experience on a lot of levels, a lot yes. of levels, which is why I like doing it in a safe container of people that have come out late when we all have that in common and we have a lot of compassion for one another. So Allie, what was the experience for you? It was a little nerve wracking. So I did just jump and decide to join the group, not last minute, but I don't usually join things. I'm not a joiner, but it was really amazing being among people like me. I as I heard over and over again, everybody thought that they were so alone and they were the only person that this was happening to. And mm. it was so nice to be among people who knew exactly what I was going through, what I had gone through, and has I am farther along than some folks, and then other folks are farther along than I am. And it was really nice to be able to um, just have those conversations and, and know I'm not alone. So true. So true. Nice. And do you feel different after having attended it personally? I have two more tattoos than I did beforehand. (laughs) I cannot believe you got a second. Like, I could, I all I kept seeing was you looking at your arm coming back and going, I can't believe I got a tattoo. I have, I got a second one. Yeah. That is amazing. (laughs) They look great too. Yeah. But I did have a weird experience driving home. It was almost like an out-of-body experience. Like I had been outside of myself in in a free place. And I was coming back into a place where I'm not that free. Um, Yeah. It was a hard, it was a hard transition. Just even driving, not even just joining, not going to work or anything, but even just in the car, I felt like I was coming back into my cocoon. So... That was like the sci-fi experience. Like we were on this euphoric island or something with all these yeah. people. And then we have to go back to reality. It was hard. Reentry was hard. Yeah, it was. I didn't expect that. And yeah, cool. 
I was actually really interested, Robin, to hear you say today or see you write today that you also were having a hard time with the reentry. Yeah. I was surprised too. Not that you know everything and you're the most experienced of everyone, but I'm still surprised. I think the, I think this retreat really greatly impacted me. It was just so beautiful to watch. There were times I sat back and just watched us collecting stones that day that Barb took us to the lake. And it was like, there were little, a gaggle here and a gaggle there talking. And then next thing I'd look up and it was a different group of people talking (laughs) over here and it was really a profound experience. And yeah, I was surprised too that I've been struggling a bit with reentry. Now what? <laughs> but yeah, do you want to go next, Catherine? What this retreat meant to you? And uh oh, did I catch you at a bad time? <laughs> Am I telling like I'm going to cry? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I really don't think I had any expectations when I went. I think that part of my path is going to show up. And all of y'all are just beautiful. And I felt safe. And that was remarkable. And I think that as I've lived like my life, like y'all, I think there's been a lot of things I've done to protect myself. And I just noticed how many times I've been moved to tears. And that's just very uncommon for me. And so I know that I must be feeling very safe. I think that one of my my fir- my first night there was just a small group. I, I liked that too. I think the number of women was excellent. And for the total retreat, but that small breakout that first night was really fun and lively and making signs and getting gear for the parade and just introduce, getting introduced to each other, sitting around the fire. And then having that little time that we had um, upstairs of sitting around the sofas and stuff, getting to know each other, that was remarkable. Um, and I got there early because I know that I don't travel well and I usually don't sleep well when I'm traveling. So I wanted to be rested. So getting to get together with so many people the night before was very big surprise for me. The next day, my a breakout for me, a big one was with Joelle and Char. And, and again, that was just like a happy accident that we spent five hours together that morning. And it was just the three of us just talking and being together. And it just was so easy that I don't experience that sense of ease a lot of times when I'm out, especially knowing with, I'm with a group of women that are like me. And then the next morning I got up, I don't know, it was six o'clock in the morning and I went and got in the hot tub and Joel came in and I, when you talk about being a fly on the wall, I witnessed, she, I don't know if you realize this, Joel, but I'm like, you're swimming in the pool and you're singing and you're so shrewdy. And I'm so closed off a lot of times that I was just in awe. I was just in awe of you. And it was times like that that I was just most overwhelmed by watching people's sense of ease in their own bodies that I've struggled with so much. I would 100% do it again. And like I said, I like the size. I think that, oh. Size doesn't matter. (laughs) I don't know what happened, but you're still here. Yes. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, so. I just say that that I thought in the beginning, I talked to Robin one night. I said, it seemed like there were so many differences about places where we were. And after the fact and reviewing for myself, like inventory wise, that, that it opened my eyes to a lot of things that I had not been aware of before. Going to the pride parade, seeing what a difference the unity made an impact. 
and hearing the speakers before the walk really impacted me. And I think at the very end, getting the hug from the mom and out, I just thought that was just something that I would have never opened myself up to doing and uh, to receive that. And when I found, when I realized that I had to say goodbye and I was leaving by myself, it just felt so wrong. I felt like I'm just walking away from this party and I was so sad. So coming back, I've just had a couple of big things. I guess a friend that I've known since I was 22 called me very late last night and she was going in for somewhat emergency open heart surgery today. And I had a chance to come out to her today. And she said, I've known since you were 22, <laughs> but you were gay. And she watched me get married and have kids. And, and I came out to one of my favorite dearest friends. It's a coworker that I've worked with now for a while. And I love this woman and she's, I'm not going anywhere. And so that's just, I walked home and I'm just like, man, my, my role hasn't slowed. I am, I am determined to just be free as I can. But I also looked up some EMDR therapists today because I go, this is a lot of chunk of grief I'm carrying. And yeah, yeah it's a lot of chunk. But I just feel like I have just made friends all over the place for the rest of my life. And if you guys ever called me, and I know I could call you, I tried to make sure I went through and Facebook friend requested all of you because I just want to make sure that no doors close on these experiences that we shared and the knowing of one another because that's that's awesome. That's awesome. You're all so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, Robin. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. It was just really special. And I think that's partly why I, I keep saying 80%, but like we even had two more Phoenix women on top of the ones that came who were signed up to come. So 80 or 90% of the Phoenix retreat was going to, was planning on coming to, to Traverse City and, and did. Many of them did. That just tells you, I knew that something was up when that many women decided, no, I've got to come back to this. And there are a lot of you have already said you want to go to St. Pete's. So that's pretty cool. I'm also thinking... Very seriously. Yeah, Traverse City also was just like, yeah, messed, man. Yeah. Prior prior to everybody getting here, somebody asked me, would I be repeating cities year after year uh, or mixing them or not repeating any cities? And I, I wasn't sure about Phoenix. I'm still up in the air, maybe a different month of the year. But I think Traverse City is one that I would want to go back to definitely. Um next year for sure and i'll be staying at the hotel wherever anybody <laughs> yeah so funny that's what yeah dana those of you that went to phoenix dana was the same way she hung out with us a lot she was there a lot but she said she wishes she had stayed at the hotel yeah it does make a difference and i am thinking because some people have said to me what are you going to do between now and st pete's there's got to be something else so i am seriously thinking about doing a thanksgiving at my place for those of us that don't have family or have been either rejected or whatever, because I'm in that bump. I, I don't know where I don't think I have any plans for Thanksgiving. So I think I may do a Thanksgiving retreat at my place for those of us that have been outcasted or whatever. Barb, tell me your experience. What has it been like for you? I didn't know what to expect going in. And the first night, like Catherine said, just was eye-opening, goofy, like spiritual, talking to all these women and connecting. And it's just hard to explain. It is. I just, I laughed and my heart was so full 
and just so grateful in that I was able to meet each and every one of you. Some, unfortunately, I didn't have enough time to really meet or get to know, but just crazy awesome. Every single woman was just, just spectacular in her own way. Yep. Today, I was down, so I went, guess what? Rocky, I drove by the sleep in, and it was so, like, sad. I'm like, oh, <laughs> It was. I was like, I'll never drive by this place again without. Yeah. Which is good. It'll bring back the good memories, but it was hanging. Yeah. It went by fast. And and for those people that are listening, Barb um, and Dawn put together an unbelievable itinerary for us. To, um, Barb is local and was just in, hugely instrumental in helping us organize this on their end and also put together goodie bags for us. I still have my bracelet on. I'm not taking them off. Yay. And yeah, so it was just incredible. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that we made the decision to go to Traverse City. Very cool. I'm as well. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Who wants to jump in? What was your experience like? Some of the top three memories you may have had. All right. Okay. First off, I want to thank you guys for welcoming me at the very last minute. Like it was like super, super last minute. And I was so grateful to be included and be able to have this experience with you guys. And just like the rest of you have said, I have never been in such a large group of women and been this comfortable, felt this safe, felt this connected to everyone. It was really an incredible experience. As far as my top three specific experiences, the first one would definitely be when we were marching and I was just in the middle of that crowd and it was just euphoric, just filled with like we were all in a bubble of joy and love. And I don't think I've ever experienced something that powerful in, in that way before. And that was I think that was a really important experience for me. And I did walk away different from that. The other. My other favorites, definitely meeting Kristen Key. That was really fun. Allie and I saw her on the parade route, and I yanked Allie out of the parade so that we could go get another selfie. And that was just a lot of fun. She was just so nice and so fun. And then I think my third thing was my tattoo. So I'm going to have this mark on me forever of this trip and my chair. Wow. Beautiful. Wow, Terry's, um, that is so cool. Yeah, but I just still want to thank all of you. It was really awesome getting to know you guys and just hearing your stories and finding my community. Yeah, I'm so glad you joined us. You are a great addition, great addition. It was just so much fun. And I, I did miss the march. So for those people that are listening, we piggybacked on uh, Traverse City's Up North Pride and uh, on Saturday, there was a, a gathering where a starting point for a march. First, I guess the, there was a rally. There were people that spoke. Right. I, I was there. Yeah. yeah, there was a rally with speakers and everything. And then there was a march from point A to point B. And at the end, at point B, there was going to be, I was blown away by that performance, like by the whole setup down by the water in this open field, an enormous stage with an incredible sound system with awesome music done by a ton of drag queens, I guess. And yeah, it was just incredible. And a huge tent with food and everything. It was just, it was great. But I did, I missed the march and I missed the the rally. So next year, I definitely want to not miss that. 
But I miss the march and I miss the rally because I was going to get my first ever tattoo by Shelby. One of us, one, uh, one of us in our group is a tattoo artist. And yeah, it was well worth it, though. Worth it. So very cool. Thank yeah. you. And Allie and I did talk about how nice of pride it was. And so we talked about making it an annual tradition regardless yeah. of what else is going on because we're down here in Michigan, it's not that far of a drive for us, and it's just such a nice event that I definitely want to go back. Yeah, Good. yeah, it, w- it really was a nice pride. And there, for every pride, there there's a different kind of personality to it. Some are enormous, and some are whatever. But that was really nice, really well put together. I thought, yeah, I agree. I'd, I'd like us to go back and do that same thing again. They already had the dates. I think September twenty fifth. I think they already threw out the dates. Anyway, very cool. Who would like to go next? Tell me about your top three memories. Are you glad you went? Julie, are you glad you went? And um, how do you feel any different having come back? It's hard to narrow it down to three. Like a lot of people said, the side conversations were just wonderful. There was one in the car when Josie and I especially really got into our religious trauma, which she's also a pastor's kid. And there are others there that have that background. So that was really cool getting to know everyone. But that particular, I was surprised at how many had such a similar experience to me. And also the nights by the pool where we were just sitting in the hot tub or the pool switching back and forth. Some of us less glamorously than others slipping over <laughs> on the side thing. But we had some really great conversations there. And those were my favorite parts. And John and Catherine trying to teach me how to flirt. <laughs> Two very different styles, I might add. That that was so much fun and it made me laugh. But I just, I really just appreciate all of you. I came into this. I'm newly out. I've only been out to myself for two months. Coming to this was just wonderful. And I think, and I appreciate Teresa as my roommate. And I was the co-captain that was laughing at her when she was talking to the cops. <laughs> I just appreciate all the people that I had about 10,000 questions over the weekend that took time to answer them and were so kind and uh, just welcoming and it's it's just unlimited acceptance, but also an acknowledgement that you're capable of doing things. Everyone's helpful, but also encouraging you to be strong and capable, if that makes sense. Like a really nice balance. And I think on Saturday, I wore my head backwards and I'd always been worried to do that before. I don't know. I just but it, I'm sorry. I'm still figuring out my style and stuff. But for me, that was like a really huge thing that I did. That is so cool. Yeah. And it's they may seem little. So I was going to mm-hmm. say it's little things like that. But it's things like that give us the freedom to try this out together. There's because there's no judging. That's what I love about the retreat. So we can try all this stuff out, practicing flirting. And, and I, I didn't even know you got a challenge. I think Catherine gave you a challenge. <laughs> Which was awesome, like a flirting <laughs> challenge. You had to do what? Talk to five strangers or say yeah. hi? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And the fact that you had questions and felt comfortable to ask, that w- which is awesome. That's what this is all about. To come here and figure out our style or play around with a style, learn to flirt, whatever. Ask questions, go swimming in, in the pool. Like just laugh at ourselves and laugh at each other. Lord knows I gave you all enough fodder to laugh at me. But, um, <laughs> 
That is awesome. Man, you're probably our babyest of gay. <laughs> I think you might be not the youngest that was there, but might be. Oh, wait. Maybe not. Yeah. Okay. You want to talk next, Missy? <laughs> I can think that's my cue, right? I really wasn't convinced that I was gay when I went. I just have been very comfortable in the women's community. But yeah, I'm gay. There was not because of any experience. It's more just the vulnerability. And I'm just, everybody's just, it's just, it's like coming home. That's why I told Robin, walking into a room, you don't know anybody, but you still feel like you're coming home. So Catherine, I so much enjoyed chatting with you and Char. My epiphany was actually Char when she told me, I was trying to explain why I didn't think I was gay because I hadn't had any experience with women. And her comment, so I don't know if we can, you might have to block this out, but her comment was very loudly in the restaurant. Fuck that shit. <laughs> and proceeded to tell me, do you know, do you think heterosexual, did anybody have to tell you you were heterosexual? Did anybody, did you have to have sex before you thought you were heterosexual? And it's totally changed my whole perspective on that whole line of thought. So, okay. Great point. Has anyone, yeah, growing up, did anyone have mm-hmm. to tell us, you wait and have sex first to decide if you're heterosexual? That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right. I hadn't looked at it in that angle. And then for me, the, the sitting around the, in the hot tub in the pool in the evenings was an amazing highlight. Uh, and I actually, and I called Lessons from Lane, who I don't think Lane's here, unfortunately. No, um, she's here. She's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, you're hiding behind me. Oh, Lane, hello. <laughs> I didn't see you. But I had some, I had some repressed experiences, things that I'd repressed over the years and um, was able to actually talk about some of that. And, and it was just really good to, to talk, to, to admit some of that. But I had some repressed memories come back while I'm sitting in the pool talking with everybody that I was just like, oh my God, where did that come from? And to, for those to come back in a group that we don't know each other in, that tells you the level of comfort I was feeling at the time because that stuff doesn't happen unless you're in a safe space. So thank you all for the safe space and the vulnerability and the authenticity that everybody's, everybody I got to talk to was just fabulous. And so I come home and told my roommate, said, guess what? I'm gay. She, yeah, we know. (laughs) Everybody's nobody surprised. But I have, I wasn't (laughs) even on the way there. Strangers on the plane. I, I just told me I was going to a woman's retreat. I didn't say that it was a coming out late, but I've told my sister, I've told my brother, I've told people at work since I got home. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh was, my gosh. I'm getting so many bumps. <laughs> and there's a lot of other stuff to my story, but this is a pretty, pretty significant point in my life. So, yeah, it really is. I'm so yeah. glad you joined us. So yeah. glad. Everybody, I just knew this was a special group. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, who wants to go next? So those of you who just and, popped in, were oh, go ahead. I I just have to say, Catherine, I was I learned so much talking with you as well. Very so much from so many people, but there were some very poignant moments talking to you, Catherine. And lessons from Lane. Lessons from Lane. <laughs> <laughs> if you want something, ask for it. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Wow. Who wants to jump in? So what we're doing is just talking about how the, what this retreat meant to you, if it impacted you at all, and, and like some of your top three memories that bring you bring a smile to your face and what's life been like since. Do you want to go, Rosemary? Oh, sure. Like, sure. Right. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. My favorite three memories being 
the oldest of the group, never feeling like the oldest of the group. I felt like I was just like everybody else. And I have never laughed and had so much fun. I, I can't even tell you the last time I felt like that. So I was so joyful. Everything was amazing. Tattoo, obviously, was one of my favorite memories. That was a first for me at 66. And I felt the love right from the get-go. So that was really fun. Oh, sharing a bed with Barb. That was super fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh. yeah. This is news for me. I will elaborate. I will elaborate that it was very (laughs) nothing. You know what we do? We look after our girls. And Barb had enjoyed the (laughs) evening at Pride and was not going to drive home. So we all make sure that everybody's looked after. So Barb Mm -hmm. and I shared a space and it was all yes good. we did much <laughs> she appreciated a, she and it was funny you said you had the walk of shame the next morning but it oh was god like yes shameless really but, oh. but we'll call it the walk of shame because oh, it was yeah. fun you made me last i love how um, we take care of each other that's oh, awesome. absolutely and well actually i think i have four things so i'm gonna say having the deep conversations i've never had such deep and poignant conversations and heard so many wonderful stories from so many brave women. I'm impressed with everyone who was able to share their very deepest difficulties with all of this. And it really helped me to feel like I wasn't alone. And lastly, to conspire to help one of our girls who we think deserved everything and all, all we could do was give her a little bit of ourselves but we had a little fun trying to plan that <laughs> and it's i won't explain but it was very joyful for us to get excited about helping one of our people so i think bottom line we just helped each other and it was probably one of the best weekends i've had in i i can't even tell you maybe ever yeah. Ever. So I'm definitely doing it again. We have to go back to Traverse City. Oh, yeah. I've been telling all my people here how gorgeous it is. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely going back there. And if we can hit up some uh, retreats in between, I'm in. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, it was very, very special. Yeah. Um, how did you how would you compare it to Phoenix? For me, light years different. Light years. Actually, light years better. But Phoenix, I was just dipping my toes into this coming out late in the coming out late waters. So I wasn't comfortable. I felt almost like a little bit of a fraud to be mm. honest with you. I felt like I wasn't like the rest of you. But now, six months later, I feel more comfortable in that space. And I feel like I'm absolutely like everybody else. So, yeah. So for me, this was the best retreat that I've been on ever. Well, it's only the second one. <laughs> no, but they're really the best. pretty good. You know, and be- I have to say, when I logged in tonight and I saw your faces, my heart did a little like, oh my God, there's everybody again. <laughs> and uh, it's so nice. I really love these guys. I know. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Seriously, love. Something happened. excited all day. Something yeah. happened. I don't yeah. know what happened. I, I really want to continue on with our thoughts of uh, perhaps creating something that we can all join in and participate yeah. in, other I, than the retreat. 
I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually to forgot be to determined. tell you that, But I know the producers who did the, the Lesbian Bar Project documentary. So, you know, they might be helpful, you know, as well. But yeah, do something. So now it's a bed. Okay. I don't know if everybody knows that, but now we went from. Oh, a, I didn't know that. Oh, we I went don't from cook. a bar to a winery. I do not cook. So that's okay. No Other breakfast. people do. Other people do. <laughs> I guess I could make the beds. Yeah, we can. We, there's a job for everyone. Definitely. Okay. Okay. No worries. Yeah, because it was going to be like four point something million dollars to buy a winery. And yeah. I, I'd be pushing grapes. I saw the picture you showed today. That looked really awesome. We could, it's $5 million to buy that piece behind whatever it was on. That may be where the retreat is next year. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Some research. 16 bedrooms. Uh Yeah. Oh, is that the one that Barb knows about? Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. That was gorgeous. It's called Spider-like Retreat. You can Google it. And yeah, it's 16 bedrooms. Each bed has two queens. Huge mess kitchen with double stoves, double ovens, double everything. Fridges. Wow. Yeah. Spider that Lake is awesome. That's where Spider I Spider Lake spent my childhood. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Oh, wow. Very cool. Yeah, that's where the my cottage is and the retreat is. Yeah, it's going to be good. And we won't fill all 16 rooms because some people may want a single. Um, and we don't want 32 people. That'll be too much. No. Yeah. But, um. But yeah, I think it'd be really cool. And it's right in the front yard is the lake, I think. And it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a, what do you call it? A fire pit there, Adirondack chairs and Alpha Femme for sure. What, there's stuff going on here. Okay. <laughs> and, and power tools. That's pretty damn hot. I can <laughs> power tools too. <clears throat> I know, right? You all saw the table I built, right? Yes. I did. Did I? Um. Mm- <laughs> Really? I'm I think you. we saw it the I, first night we got there. I uh, made a table. <laughs> but not with your Dremel, like, though. No Dremel. You don't make a table with a Dremel. I know. But... <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> oh, Josie. Oh, my God. Josie. Wow. All right. Who wants and to? Everybody has to start somewhere. That's true. I was ready to make a table. Hot <laughs> yeah. That is so cool that you got like a parting gift, a Dremel. <laughs> now you're a real gay person. That's too funny. Power tools. Who wants to go next? Lane, I think you wanted to, to say what were your favorite memories and yeah, and compare it to Phoenix if you feel like it. Sure. I don't know how to sum it up into three things. The most beautiful thing is making connections with all these wonderful very introspective, very deep women. I'd rather talk to someone that's got some insight into life and any day over someone that's just, oh, yeah, I'm gay. I'm going to go run off and yeah, whatever. But it's interesting because I've, and the Phoenix retreat was also the same thing, talking with these wonderfully introspective women Instead of dealing with someone that's, yeah, I'm gay. They're trying to be, I don't know, there's so much ego that can be involved and pretense. And that can go for any community, not just gay community. Everybody has the egos that are live larger than their true self in order to protect themselves. And these women are vulnerable here in our group. Vulnerable, ready, 
they've done the work and I just love seeing and I love talking to you all. And I've done a lot of things to make my own self introspective. And I feel like all of you in your own way have done your own things, whatever they be, to become that same kind of introspective that I've been striving for. That authenticity, the realness, the rawness. And I'm just happy to share it with you all. And of course, I did also get my own tattoo from Shelby. And she has a beautiful touch. And the conversation with her was really amazing. And it's it's also really neat to be totally accepted for all that I am. My stories of being non-binary, my stories of being a little stranger than the regular gay, but whatever that means. But I just love all of you. All of the things that you've shared, I can hear the same, my same feelings of that more. I've been to a lot of pride celebrations. This one was more quaint and sweet than many of the others I've been in because I do live in LA. And so I've been in the big, huge ones. Traverse City itself was, is gorgeous. I'm just upset that it snows there. But, <laughs> but yeah, at any rate, you all are just so beautiful. And I, I love to see, hear you all in your nervousness. I know you don't like to be in your nervousness because, man, you guys are in for a, a change. And it's going to be, it's going to be a whirlwind. I just, bar- I barely came out in 2020 and it's been a ride for me. And I look back now and go, wow, that was the best decision of my life, of course. Only two decisions that might be better than that would be my own two children. And uh, of course, anytime I could travel, I'd love to. I'm limited by the school year, unfortunately. So I'm really hoping that whatever you guys do, I can fit myself into it. I, You guys are, like I said, all you women are wonderful people. All you people are wonderful people. Doesn't matter. And just love seeing your smiles and everything. And I just can't wait to also do some of the charitable versions of this group to start a place where we can actually start giving back to our own community. Because this community is, it's a hard thing to do to come out late in life. So many changes you have to go through, divorce, setting up a new house, doing all the different things that you might have to do it. Uh, and, and I'm all for helping a fellow sister. Yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, just, just love. Mwah. And you know, love that, you. Love it, you. It is, yeah, you're, you're amazing, Wayne. You really yeah. are. I just, I enjoy your company immensely. And it, it's, you brought up some really interesting points. The lack of ego. Nobody showed up with egos. We just, we're all maybe a bundle of nerves, but no egos. <laughs> And, and yeah, this is a rough ride. We all know that, but like it's these pauses in, in our ride and in the roller coaster ride that we're able to strengthen and sustain, make these deeper connections and help us get through the next, whatever the next stage or phases that we have to go through, which is really cool. All right. I am going to stop the recording right here for now. We still have plenty more folks to hear from, plenty more stories, insights, and reflections on what this retreat meant to them and how it has changed them. So tune in next week for the remainder of this nearly two-hour-long recap of the Traverse City Coming Out Late Retreat.
And remember, it's better late than never because it's never too late. If you're looking for your people, your community, and a safe place to learn and get answers to your questions, then come join the conversation. Come join us in our private Facebook group, Coming Out Late, because we all know it's better late than never, and it's never too late. So-